in the service that way. That's not good, Brother Deals, you know. Uh, but we will, we kid about that all the time, Brother Deals and I, because I say that's, that's a message for another time. I've got like about three years of messages for other times, maybe even more, but uh, I don't know if I can remember them all. So anyway, uh, you're in Proverbs chapter 12. We'll read there in just a moment, but let's pray and ask God to help us. Lord, we do need uh, your understanding tonight. We need you to uh, help us understand your glorious word. Thank you for giving it to us. Thank you for the great help it is uh, to life. And we pray that uh, our new study in, in the book of Proverbs would be of, of help and uh, remind us, uh, many of us, of truths we already know and uh, that it would sharpen our focus and our Christian life, that we might be well-pleasing to you. And we'll thank you for what you'll do in Christ's name. Amen. Well, we've been studying the book of Proverbs for quite a while. Uh, I know, I realize, we basically preached through the first nine chapters, and then starting in chapter 10, we've been dealing with topics, and we've been walking through, since Proverbs seems to be more of a topical-type book, we've been doing that and dealing with uh, different uh, areas of life, and that won't be, there will be no exception to that this evening as we jump back in here to Proverbs chapter 12. But I wanted to share, have you heard about the senior citizen? He was driving down the freeway. His cell phone rang, and uh, noticing it was his wife, he answered, and she frantically warned him. She said, honey, I just heard on the news there's a car going the wrong way on Interstate 65. Please be careful. And he immediately replied, can't talk right now, sweetheart. It's not just one car going the wrong way. It's hundreds of them. Okay, you didn't get that one. All right, have you ever gone the wrong way? I actually saw someone going the wrong way down a road, and it was a frightening thing to observe. It's a, a bad thing to be going the wrong way in a vehicle on a road, but it's far worse to be going the wrong way in life. The Bible tells us in Proverbs chapter 12 and verse 15, the way of a fool is right in his own eyes, but he that hearkeneth unto counsel is wise. As I was reading through the, the chapter, and I came to this verse, I know we've already dealt with the subject of a fool, but the word way seemed to jump out and did a, a search of that actual word, the way of a man, the way of a fool here. Uh, a few verses later, we'll see it again. Uh, it talks about the way of a wicked person. Uh, at the end of the chapter, we, talk, we read about the way of the righteous. And it was interesting to me to find that 57 times you'll find the word way in the book of Proverbs. That, that tells you that it's an important subject, that it's a subject that is dealt with extensively. And so I began to, to look through those, uh, those 57 mentions, 52 verses, 57 mentions of the word way. And uh, it was interesting to see how it laid out for us in the Word of God a, a number of different truths. And so we're going to begin uh, looking at life's ways and uh, pondering that over a few weeks because it'll take a few weeks to get through a number of uh, some 57 verses. Um, we may not look at all of them, but we will get through a good number of them, good portion of them. So we're told about the way of a fool. 57 times, 52 verses, and a, really a great picture of them emerged. Um, and it's my prayer that our study is going to challenge you to observe your way, to think about your way, to evaluate your way. 
I hope as well as we go through this, you're going to find, hey, look, there's a way of a fool, and I'm not that. I certainly hope you'll find that to be true. There's a way of a wicked man, and I, it's as well something that I hope you will see, and you'll say, well, that's not me, and that's the way it should be. But there's also the way of a righteous man and the wisdom way, and we're going to look at those things in the coming weeks. Um, now, our first point was going to be actually at a three-point outline, but you're just getting point one, and it's a whole message, all right? So uh, that's what we're going to do this evening. The first point was going to be a word about the way, and then we were going to look at the wicked way or the wrong way, and then we were going to look at the wisdom way uh, or the wonderful way, or we could probably come up with a bunch of other W's that uh, encourage us to do that. Uh, but it didn't happen that way, <clears throat> So, uh, this evening, we're really going to just look at that one point uh, with eight points under it, okay? You'll see, in the, I think it's eight, uh, and it's just really a word about the way. And they're not going to be, and you know what, I shouldn't even tell you this, a preacher not supposed to say this, but they may not be overwhelming to you. You may not look and say, oh, I can't believe it, I've never heard of that before. Um, a lot of the things that we're going to see are, if you would, common Bible knowledge. If you know the Word of God... Uh, you'll say, yeah, I know that, and yeah, I'm familiar with that. Uh, these points are not, again, uh, things that may overwhelmingly surprise you or teach you things you've never heard before. But you know, it is important for us to be reminded. And it is important for us to take some time to think about our way uh, because, well, actually, that gets us to the first point. Everyone is on a, on a way. Do, do we have it, or are we, uh, we going to be able to do it? Or I want to impress you with my great work. <laughs> there it is. Oh, it's not looking right, but hey, okay. I had it much neater. I'm blaming it on Microsoft Word. There you go. All right. Uh, we're going to look at Proverbs, uh, life's ways. And here's the first truth I want you to think about. Everyone is on a way. You say, well, that's profound. And it really isn't. I understand that. Uh, but it's a truth we need to at least see, and we actually do from Proverbs chapter 12 and verse 15. We read that uh, the way of a fool is right in his own eyes. So a fool is on a way. If you look, as we already mentioned uh, this fact, but... Um, Let's see, verse 26, the righteous is more excellent than his neighbor, but the way of the wicked seduceth them. Uh, so the way of the wicked is a certain way, but everyone is on a way. Uh, look, if you would, I believe at verse 28, in the way of righteousness is life. Now, again, you, you don't sit there and say, wow, I never heard of that before, but uh, it's important for us to remember that uh, we are on the way. I know it's one of those duh statements, you know. I know that. It's pretty clear. We understand that. But think about this. You are presently on a way. The question is, what way? And that's an important question. Because God, even in these three verses in Proverbs chapter 12, tells us there are ways that are drastically different than one another. And they have drastically different results. So it is important for every person to understand that, look, right now, right this very moment, you're on a way. You say, well, I'm in church, so I'm on the right way. I hope so. I hope your mind isn't wandering on, on, on some other way at this moment, which it could be. Sometimes we get distracted by things, and, and we get off, if you would, the way that's right. 
But we need to understand and just keep it before us that everyone then is on a way. Um, and let's see if we can. Um, by the way, uh, in this, by the way, there we go. On this way, there are a lot of whys in the road. In any given day, you can change the way you're going. Um, you can go off the path that leads to righteousness, or you can go on the path that leads to righteousness and draws you closer to God. Uh, kind of picturing life as a walk and uh, as a path, as a road, which is what the word is talking about here anyway. And, you know, there are a lot of chances on the road to go the wrong direction or go the right direction, and you need to make the right choices because if you're going to get to the right destination, it's important you make the right turns. And isn't that true? You know, I, I, it's, it's kind of simple. We understand this. But if you're driving down the road and you want to get to a certain place, if I want to get home... Um, well, they keep, you know, doing more construction and everything. But, uh, you know, if I want to get home, there's certain roads I have to go on and there's certain turns I have to make. And if I don't make those turns, I'm not going to get home. I mean, that's simplistic, I know, but it's true. And so, so it is in the Christian life. We are on a way. And the question is, is it right now the way that's taking us toward God or away from God? And that's an important question to think of. And may we be careful because, look, one wrong turn can get you way off track eventually. Because one wrong turn may lead to another. One may lead to another direction. And, and uh, you know, there are Christians that at one time were in the way, the right way, and they took a few wrong turns. Maybe not major, but over time they got on the wrong path. And so everyone is on a way. Uh, the next truth to, to consider is that God has a way. I thought this was interesting, but go back just a couple chapters. Proverbs chapter 10. Someone read verse 29, if you would. Someone got it? 1029. Okay, God has a way. And I think Solomon makes kind of a powerful statement here, even though it's not really the main point. God does indeed have a way. There is a right road to take in life. It's God's way. Uh, Solomon knew that. Uh, by the way, Adam and Eve did. They knew that way back in the garden when God said, okay, I've got this garden for you. It's a garden. You can enjoy all the fruits of the garden except from one tree. There is a way. God made it clear. Here's what it is. And Adam and Eve made a choice. Now, Eve was deceived. Adam wasn't. Adam made a choice to go the wrong way. God, indeed, had a way, and he made it clear. And God has made it clear in his word what his way is. And today, quite frankly, a lot of people have no regard at all for God's way. Some don't care at all. And what's sad, and it's true, a lot of Christians don't either. But Solomon, indirectly, and, and by making another point, actually, in this proverb, reminds us that God indeed does have a way. So the way of the Lord is strength to the upright. Um, by the way, think about Adam and Eve in the garden. The Bible says they heard the voice of God walking in the cool of the day. That's kind of an interesting statement, isn't it? They heard the voice of God walking in the cool of the day. So picture it, every day, at least as best we know, they had opportunity to walk with God, but one day they sinned, 
and went the wrong way. And that sin broke fellowship and ruined their opportunity, think about this, to enjoy a walk with God. And, and we, we look at Adam and Eve, we point the finger and say, look at those bad people. But, but here's the truth, and, and we know it, that you and I also, on a regular basis, have choices to make that will take us off of God's way and ta- take us out of the opportunity, if you would, to walk with God in his way. And a lot of times we make those wrong choices. And God challenges us in this passage, and, and many passages in Proverbs are going to remind us to go on the right way. So uh, are you able to walk with God because you're on his way? Now, the main point is not that the Lord has a, a way, but uh, and we're going to talk about this later, but the way we choose has consequences. Look at this verse once again. The way of the Lord is strength to the upright. Um, it's worth noting about God's way is that when someone is on it, they find strength. Do you see that? The way of the Lord is strength to the upright. Um, you know, a verse that came to mind, and I, actually a, a couple made comment of it, and it, was, it came to my mind right away, Isaiah chapter 40. Uh, listen to these verses. Hast thou not known, hast thou not heard that the everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, fainteth not, neither is weary? There is no searching of his understanding. He giveth power to the faint, and to them that have no might, he increases strength. Even the youths shall faint and be weary, and the young men shall utterly fall. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. There is strength that comes in a walk with God. God has a way. Now, it's interesting, but the word, even though that truth is actually borne out in the word, the word doesn't actually mean strength in the sense of, of power or, if you would, ability or force, as Isaiah chapter 40 talks about. The word in, uh, in this passage is literally a fortified place or a rock or defense. Now, it does suggest strength, physical help and support, but it more distinctly deals with protection so that, get this, when I'm on God's way, when I'm following God's way, it is the way of his protection. Doesn't mean that I'm not going to have problems. Doesn't mean that I'm not going to have struggles. Doesn't mean that there won't be any dangers along the way. But we do have God's protection when we're in God's way. So everyone is on a way, and God has a way. Um, by the way, one writer explained the word this way. I'm going to say, by the way, a lot of times, and you're going to just think, boy, he's doing that on purpose. Not really. And I haven't even thought about it by the way. All right. One writer explained the word this way, though. He said, the word strength is used in a somewhat archaic signification of a stronghold. The Hebrew word is fortress. This way of the Lord is like a castle that gives shelter to the shelterless good man. But a castle is a frowning menace to an enemy. And so God protects his own who are in his way, the Lord's way. Uh, Now, look, if you would, back at Proverbs chapter 6, and we learned the third thing about this. 
The word of God reveals the way. Chapter 6 and verse 23. For the commandment is a lamp, and the law is light, and reproofs of instruction are the way of life. Okay, so what's going to lead me in the way of life? I say, we know it. It's, it's simple enough. It's something we've been emphasizing on Sunday mornings, and we're going to look at it even again, I believe, this coming Sunday. The Word of God, the importance of the Word of God. All Scripture is given by inspiration of God. It's God-breathed, and it, therefore it's profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may, may be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. The Word of God is valuable to the light. And the word of God is the place where we find the way revealed. The law, the commandments reveal right and wrong, good and evil, good things, sinful things, shows us the things we need to know for life. I, I know you are familiar with it, but turn back to Psalm 119. It's not too far away. Psalm 119. Very familiar verse, but it kind of ties together with this one. As we're reminded in 6.23 that uh, the, the, the commandment is a lamp, the law is light. What, what does Psalm 119.105 say? All right, so the word of God reveals the way. It gives a light to my path. It doesn't, doesn't light every step along the way. It just lights enough for the next step where we need to go. And that's what the word of God does for us. So the word of God reveals the way. We're all on a way. God has a way. If you want to know God's way, you've got to be in the Word because the Word reveals the way and the law and the lamp is that lamp and the, the Word of God is that guide, it's that direction. Um, you know, since mankind has rejected God's solution to the, and, and the idea of His way, um, people have come up with their own idea about how to determine the right way. And, I, you know, it seems like we're saying it all the time, but I think it needs to be harped on because we've got to be reminded all the time that following your heart is not God's way. It's not God's way. Men often determine their way, uh, not with a standard like the Bible, but by, as you would, following their heart. They'll tell you, your heart, your heart will lead you in the right way. And, and here's what's sad about that. The, the heart is leading, according to some, leading some to get a divorce so they can, because they found their soulmate at work. The heart is leading people to do all sorts of wicked things. And by the way, it's interesting. By the way, here we go again. It's interesting. But uh, the world will, will even tell some people that their heart is telling them the wrong thing. But then they tell people to follow their heart. Some guy that goes out and kills 15 people, well, my heart told me to do it. People will say, well, you shouldn't follow your heart. But those very same people will turn to someone else who's thinking of doing something sinful, like leaving their mate and their kids in order to, to marry someone else, and they'll tell them, well, follow your heart. Wait, well, what? We got a problem with that. We have to understand there is a right way. There is a way that God would have us to walk. There, God has a way, and that way is revealed in his word. And the word, then, is the absolute standard for life, and it needs to be where we're looking. It needs to be where we're getting our advice, where we're getting our counsel. 
Blessed is the man, Psalm 1, that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. And in his law doth he meditate day and night. And that man is the man that's going to be like a tree planted by the rivers of waters. By the way, uh, people's heart is telling them, some girls are, are, are their heart is telling them they're, they're a boy. Some boys are being, you know, their heart is telling them they're a girl. And today, you know, some people say you can't criticize someone like that. Well, God does. And, and we need to come to the understanding. God, the word reveals the way. Now, here's another truth that we're going to find about this. So everyone is on a way. God has a way. The word reveals the way. Now, look, if you would, at chapter 15 and verse 9. And there's actually a couple verses that we uh, will probably look up. But this is a an, an very important truth. God observes the way you take. Do you, do you get that? God observes the way you take. Look in chapter 15 and verse 9. The way of the wicked is what? It's an abomination to the Lord. Doesn't, does that not reveal something about the way of the wicked? God is observing. God observes the way you take and either rewards or punishes accordingly. Now, this is from the negative side in chapter 15 and verse 9. It's declared emphatically here. All right, the Lord observes it because it's an abomination to him. So he's obviously looking on. He's seeing the way that the wicked is going. He's saying, hey, there's something wrong with this. By the way, I... okay, i got to stop that. I've got to stop saying, by the way, during this study. Help me with that. Maybe that's one of the things I need to correct, and I'm saying it too often because I'm realizing it now. But uh, God, uh, God is one who observes the way. And if God says this is an abomination, then we need to be willing to stand up and say the same thing. Look, it is abominable for someone to, to try to change their sex, which they can't change anyway. It, it is an abomination to do a lot of the things that, that are going on in this world. And God is observing those things, and he either rewards or punishes. Go back, if you would, to the beginning of this, this book, Proverbs chapter 1. Proverbs chapter 1. And we don't even have time. We could probably cite a number of verses throughout Proverbs. But in chapter 1, we read this in verse uh, 31. Therefore, talking about uh, if you go back to the ones God called to man, and stretched out his hand, no man regarded. Verse 24, they said it not the counsel of wisdom, God's wise counsel. They wouldn't listen to his reproof. Um, God talked about the fact that they hated knowledge, didn't choose the fear of the Lord. Verse 29, and look at verse 31 again. Therefore, what's going to happen? They're going to eat the fruit of of the fruit of their own way and be filled with their own devices. So God says, look, I observe, I know what's going on. I know these people that are rejecting me. I know the people that follow me and I'm gonna deal with them accordingly. Now, uh, a lot of times God's judgment is just that they face the consequences of their actions. Um, but don't think that it isn't God who's working that way and God who designed things that way. 
that God says, hey, look, if you're going to go this way, if you're going to if you're going to go your own way and do your own thing, just understand this. I see it, and there's a judgment for that. Um, uh, look, if you would, at uh, chapter 2 and verse 8. This is the first one where we see at least positive. He keepeth the paths of judgment, and what does God do? All right, so God sees it, and then he... Uh, he either rewards or punishes accordingly. Do you see that? All right. Here's, here's another, boy, another profound truth. These things you never thought of before. But in chapter 1 and verse 15, we learn another truth. And it's this, you choose your own way. There are a lot of directives about this uh, in, in the book. Uh, I'm just going to give you some references, but go back to chapter 1. And God's giving instruction, actually Solomon's giving instruction to his son. And what does he tell his son in verse 15? Someone read it? Okay, so what does Solomon reveal and what does he say to his son? You know what he's saying? Look, son, you make a choice. You got choices to make. So don't walk in the way with that. You have a choice the way you walk. Uh, you choose your own way. Uh, you can write these in. We won't look at them uh, this, this evening. So we can move on with the study. Chapter 9 and verse 6 tell, tell us that we choose our way. Chapter 16 and verse 17. So chapter 9 and verse 6. Chapter 16 and verse 17. Chapter 23 and verse 19. 115, 9, 6, 16, 17, 23, 19. And they all tell us that, that look, you choose your way. The way you're, you're on is the way you've chosen. And, and you know, what, what is interesting is when someone then gets the fruit of their way because God sees the way someone's on and God then rewards people, when someone gets their fruit of the way, it's amazing how they get mad at God. Well, God, why are you doing this to me? Why do I, you know, some guy who, who has, uh, has let drink control his life, he made the choice to drink in the first place. Drink has become the thing that controls his life. And he finds out that he has, he has uh, you know, his liver is shot. And so he says, well, why did God do this to me? Well, you made a choice. You chose your way. And there are consequences to that choice. You choose your own way. And there's a couple of thoughts under this as well. Your choice actually can blind you to that which is right. Go to Proverbs chapter 12, would you? Proverbs chapter 12. You were filling in those things and weren't paying attention to what I was saying. All right? So your choice can blind you. Chapter 12, and again, we've, we've uh, verse 15 verse we started out with, the way of the fool, what does God say? Here's an interesting thing. How many people living in sin are actually convinced there's nothing wrong with their way? Sin. Most people. Sin, it's an amazing thing. Sin has a way of blinding people to the error of their way. And, and by the way, even to the correctness of the right way. So that we've got people today who have, 
I know, we keep getting off on it, but have this bizarre idea that if, if someone believes they're, uh, they're, a boy believes they're no longer a boy, but they're a girl inside, that they actually are, and that we need to treat them that way. And how can you be, how can you be so blind as to not see that that isn't, that isn't even truth? And yet people are actually deceived to the place where they would tell you that there's nothing wrong. This is right. When you make wrong choices about the way you go, it blinds you to your ability to see the right way. To first even understand that you're on the wrong way. And then... Even, even more so, you will have no comprehension of the right way. So that when someone stands up and says, um, a boy is a boy, a girl is a girl. Oh, that's terrible for you to say that. And they get mad at you. And, and you're the evil one because you'd, you'd say something that is so patently clear. But yet people can't even understand that. You say, how do people get so blinded? Because here's how God made us, our sinful human nature is that when you, you go down the wrong way, you, you will accept the wrong way as right, and you will reject the right way as wrong. And, and the longer you continue in that path, the, the harder it is it will be for you to see the truth. And, and that is why a Christian can backslide and continue down the path for a long time, and the more they continue down that path, the, le the less they will understand things that, quite frankly, they understood clearly, maybe even just a few years before that. Um, so understand, you choose your own way, and your choice can blind you to that which is right. Um, it's appalling to think about it, but in the abortion debate, which isn't really even, shouldn't even be a debate, there are people who truly believe they're doing the right thing even though they're killing human beings. I, I, honestly, I can't fathom that. I, I, I just, well, it's kind of like my mind goes when a boy says they're a girl and everyone agrees with them. Um, it's like, seriously, you gotta, you got to be kidding. Uh, some people even kill babies after they've been born in botched abortions and they have no remorse for their atrocities. Some even defend their activities as there's nothing wrong with this. The lady didn't want the, the, the well, they wouldn't call it a baby, the whatever anyway. And yet, those things are going on in, in our world. You say, how can it happen? Well, God reveals in his word that the, the fool who goes in, this, in, in the fool's way as far as he's concerned, it's the right way. I'm serious. The people in Washington actually believe that their way is the right way. And, and I know, for the life of me, I can't understand it either. But they do. And it's because, uh, it's got to be because of our sinful human nature, that the choice we make and the path we take is something that will eventually blind us often to reality if it's the wrong choice. And that, my friends, tells us why it's so important to find God's way and to walk it. Because if you don't, then you're going to be blinded to the right way. 
and I, that's why these things aren't, well, maybe that thought you haven't heard all that much. These things aren't things we haven't heard before, but they're things we need to seriously consider because there are very, very devastating consequences for going the wrong way. And here's the truth. It's very easy to get on it. It's just one step. It's just one deviation. And no, you may not go off into wicked sin when you take one step off, but every step you take off makes it harder to step back. And there will come a time when you'll be going on the totally wrong path and you will see it as the right thing and you'll justify it. Because God reveals that, not just here, but actually in a few other verses as well. And we're going to pick up here the next time we have opportunity because I've been over time already. The, the, the clock, the, the, the bell has already sounded. I'm over time. We're in, we're in extra innings. Um, sudden death. And, I'm, and, and fortunately, there's not anything that opens up where I fall into it. So um, if I go over time. But I appreciate your your patience, and I appreciate your attentiveness, and I, I hope you will truly consider this important subject in the book of Proverbs, and I look forward to uh, continue on, continuing on the next time we have opportunity. All right, let's pray. Father, I thank you for